Welcome to the Next Level Selling Podcast, where your host, Michael Polk, teaches you the simple concepts of how to go from good to great in your sales game. Selling is absolutely a profession. It requires skill. It is not a job. Whether you're just getting started or have been pursuing sales greatness for years, this podcast will make sure you maximize your income while having fun along the way. Are you ready to take this thing to the top? Let's go. Now, here's your host of the Next Level Selling Podcast, Michael Michael. Paul. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Michael here with your Next Level Selling Podcast. I hope you're doing great, having a great day, great evening, wherever you might be when you're listening to this podcast. So, you know, today I want to talk about, uh, you know, kind of my kind of my coaching method, my style, what I talk about. I've had a couple of people message me and say, um, you know, Mike, I know you talk a lot about coaching and you talk a lot about mentoring and training and things like that. And I do actively every single day train salespeople. It's, it's kind of what I do. And uh, I've been doing it again for, I don't know, 20 years or more. So it's what I've been doing. And I think what's interesting is I've said it before, you know, there's, man, there's lots of great sales coaches out there, lots of great people. And, um, you know, if you're selling a specific product in a specific industry, then I think you should, you know, find a mentor that, you know, if you're selling cars, there's a lot of great, you know, sales training companies that specifically train on selling cars, for example. So, uh, you know, I think you should do that. There's great closing techniques on, Uh, how to overcome payment objections, and there's closing techniques on how to overcome, you know, price objections. And anyway, I don't want to get to all that. But the point is, if, if you need to do that, depending on your industry, then do it. But regardless of what you sell, regardless of what industry that you find yourself in, I think mindset happens to be probably one of the most important things in the world of selling because I've met great salespeople and I don't care what they sell. And a lot of times when they can't seem to get to the next level, it always tends to be, as I always say, between the points, you know, the the fingers at the temples, between the points, it's their thinking, it's their mindset, it's their belief, it's their convictions. It's, it has to do with what they believe. You know, and belief is huge and it's, it's tough to change what you believe. Uh, I'll do a podcast one day on, you know, belief versus behavior. Just because I go out one night and I happen to have a few too many alcoholic beverages or something and I, and I end up, you know, acting a fool, that doesn't mean that's who I am. That was simply a behavior, a behavior that I did. I don't act that way every day. So for someone to witness my behavior and to make a judgment and think that's who I am, that's it's not smart. And a lot of salespeople make bad judgment calls. They pre-qualify their prospect based on their behavior. And that is just a stupid thing to do, in my opinion. Just stupid. You know, judging your customer on their behavior? Come on. What you need to know is what the customer believes. What do they believe? What are they trying to accomplish? So that goes back to you. What do you believe? So I believe in mindset. And over time, I've kind of come up with, you know, five different mindsets that I believe set ordinary salespeople apart from great salespeople. So the five different mindsets that I talk about, 
you know, and that I must know whenever I'm speaking one-on-one or if I'm speaking to a group of people and trying to figure out, you know, what they believe as a group, you know, but the bottom line is I need to know five different things. And the first thing is what exactly is your why? And this may sound again, old, and you may have heard this before, but your why is extremely important. If you have not taken the time to sit down and write down on a piece of paper, why you do what you do. I'm not talking about why do you sell cars? Why do you sell real estate? Why do you sell, you know, franchises? Why do you sell IT software? Whatever it is that you sell, why do you sell it? That's fine. You should know that. But the most important question is, why do you do it? Why do you sell, period? Why are you striving to have more income? Because let's face it, people that sell typically aren't on a salary. There's some jobs that have salaries and I kind of, you know, I guess that's great. I kind of laugh at that. But, uh, and I had a sales job at one time years ago where I had a base salary and I got paid on, you know, uh, certain basis points and I had some trails and things like that in the, in the investment world. And that's all great. But usually in the world of sales, it, it boils down to commission. I always like to say you get paid what you're worth. So if you want to make a bigger paycheck, then that's based on your ability, what you do, what you put into it and what you believe your mindset So why are you doing what you're doing? I love when people make an excuse like, you know, Mike, the reason why I came in late today or the reason why I showed up late for my appointment, the reason why I failed on selling something, the reason why I did not accomplish my mission, all the excuses they want to give, they'll say, for example, it's because, you know, my kids, my kids kept me uh, busy doing something. My, My kids were giving me a hard time. And I think to myself, aren't your kids part of your why? I mean, if you have kids, they should be part of your why. If you're trying to provide a better life for your children, uh, they have to be part of your why. Now, that may not, you know, your why is your why, but, you know, I have children and they are why I get up and crush it every day. They are why I do what I do. My wife is a huge part of my why. I want her to have a great life. Now, she's her own woman. She's her own professional. She's a great salesperson uh, in her own right. She is a, she's a killer. But as a husband, as, as a father, my biggest why is to provide a great living for my family. I want, to, I want them to want for nothing. That, that's, that's, that's really my why. I do it for my family and because I love them so much. What's your why? Maybe you're not married. Maybe you don't have children. Your why is going to be different. Maybe you want to you know, own a lot of real estate and, and you want to build a huge you know, portfolio. Whatever it is, you need to define what it is. And it needs to be something that, that's going to drive you. What is your why? Another mindset that I always have to make sure I understand about my you know, my, my prospects or my clients is their personality traits. And, and this is something that I could do a two hour podcast on, but you know, I believe in the uh, personality test of colors, red, green, blue, or yellow. I'm definitely a red and um, you know, red in itself tells you what kind of personality that is pretty aggressive outgoing, but, but I like to know what the personality trait is of the people that I work with. That will determine a lot. And it doesn't matter what personality trait that you have, you can be extremely successful in the world of selling. Another thing I want to know, number three, is what is your intent? What is your intent? The only true difference between manipulating someone to buy versus influencing someone's decision is intent. 
the best salespeople are crystal clear in their intent to help the customer from the first step in any sales process. That's what I believe. What is your true intent? Listen, I've met salespeople that are really strong, hard closers, and then I've met people that are more customer focused, and even a hard closer can be customer focused, but I'm talking about boiler room you know, grinding it down. When I first became a stockbroker, I had to get on the phone. I had to pitch a stock or a bond and I just had, and I had to give a benefit and, and, uh, you know, I had to tell them what the product was, you know, what the stock was, what the benefit was. And then I had to close. I had to, I had to hard close, get the order, get off the phone, move on and do it again a hundred times. So that's kind of a hard closer where you're not really as concerned with the customer per se. So I want to know what the customers, or I'm sorry, what my, what my client or my, you know, the person I'm working with, what is their intent? The next thing, whenever I'm working with someone is, I like to know about their focus. And I always say, focus on what you control. What are you trying to do? I mean, a great salesperson always focuses on what they can control. I say it all the time to people that I work with one-on-one. I say to them, listen, you can only control what you do. You can't control what anybody else does. You can influence what your prospect does. You obviously can influence because, again, if you've listened to any of my podcasts, you've heard me talk about the definition of leadership is the same as the definition of selling, and it's the art of influencing someone, the art of influence. So I believe that you need to influence people, but I think sometimes salespeople get into their own head and they're, they're trying to, they, they think they know what their prospect is thinking. And then that's just, it's, it's never worked out. It's a natural thing to, to try to figure out what they're thinking. But I'm telling you, unless you've got some kind of psychic abilities, it's not going to work. So you as a salesperson and great salespeople focus on what they can control because you can't control anything else. If it's your job to follow a process, it's your job to ask qualifying questions, it's your job to lead them down a specific path, overcome their objections, educate your customer, and qualify them and get to the close to where you sell your product, you do what you have to do. You can't control one thing that your customer is going to do. You can influence their decision and that's it. So bottom line is, what can you control? And the last thing, the fifth mindset that I work on is, you know, listen more than you talk. What is, what is your mindset on that? I've heard people say things like, well, Mike, you know, the one that talks the most loses. I disagree with that. And some of you might be turning off the podcast right now, but you need to hear me out. I disagree with the one that speaks the most loses. Actually, what it's supposed to say is, the one that speaks the most at the wrong time loses. See, one of the toughest things about becoming a great salesperson is knowing when to open your mouth and, and talk and when to shut your pie hole. So many times we're, we're, we're talking about things that have no bearing on what the customer's trying to accomplish. I hear salespeople talking just for the sake of hearing themselves talk. No, there are times when I'll give a five or 10 minute dissertation to my prospect, but it's at the right time because the customer does need to listen. This is where, you know, public speaking skills come in. This is when your 
acting abilities come in. This is when, you know, you sitting in front of someone having great communication skills, it's extremely important. You need to become a great communicator. If you heard my little motivational minute, you know, Tony Robbins, the quality of your life is directly related to the quality of your communication. So how well are you communicating? Well, that goes into the fifth mindset. You know, are you, are you talking more than you're listening? So make sure you are listening to your prospect and understanding what their wants and needs are. They don't give a crap about what your wants and needs are. They only care about theirs. So have a conversation, listen to what they're trying to do, all right, and make sure you can fill all of the holes that they're going to tell you about. The holes, this is Lee Bois training back in the day, if you've never heard of Lee Bois, you know, but there's going to be, if they have five problems, basically picture five round holes and you've got to put pegs in all of those holes. And if you can't fill all of the holes, which are their problems, you probably don't have a sale. So make sure you talk at the right time. And when you do, make sure you communicate effectively. Do you have the right mindset? I mean, you might have the skill. You, you probably know how to follow a process. But you know, when we come to work, it's tough sometimes. We have bills to pay. We have, we have things going on with our families. You could have had an argument with your spouse before you went you know, to work or to go at, to a deal to get in front of a prospect. And it, it can be tough. But I'll finish with this. You know, salespeople are, are Oscar-winning you know, uh, actors and actresses. It's not that you're lying, you know, like you're, you're being somebody different. You need to be yourself. But when you get in front of your prospect, make no mistake, you're on stage. It's lights, you know, camera action, and you got to go to town and you've got to be that person. An actor can't get on camera and it starts rolling and, and, and they're worried about an argument they have with their spouse. So they can't. You have to kind of put it aside for the time that you're in front of that customer because their wants and needs are what's most important right now. I mean, if you've had such a bad argument or situation with a spouse, then you just don't, you need to cancel your appointment. But if you don't cancel the appointment and you make the decision to get in front of somebody, then they deserve your 100% professionalism and attention. So make sure you do that. All right, so listen, I appreciate you guys listening to me. Those of you that do, I'm, I'm pretty happy that the podcast now is, has reached over 20 different countries and growing. I'm simply here to help make people's lives better. I promise you that's all I'm trying to do. And, uh, you know, if you like it, great. Please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. Leave me a five-star review. Maybe write something. And you know what? If you're going to write a review, do me a favor. Tell me what you sell, what you do, what industry you're in. And put that out there because your review helps other people find the podcast and, um, you know, if you want to speak with me about, you know, something one-on-one, if you're interested in what I've talked about in this podcast or any podcast, just go to my website. You can go to michaelpalk.com and, uh, click on book a call. And when you do that, pick one of the time slots and just show up for it. We'll spend 15 to 20 minutes. We can do it a little bit longer if you like, but on average, 15 to 20 minutes is about all we need to take to start off with and just see if there's something I can help you with. But no matter what, no matter what, my goal is to always make sure we leave our conversation uh, in a better place. I want to help you in any way I can. If I can, that's what I'd like to do. Okay, 
So make it a great day, all right? And if you're with me, I'll see you guys at the top. Thank you for listening to the Next Level Selling Podcast. Please be sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to go to the next level? Book your one-on-one power call with Michael and learn how you can become the next success story. Go to mynextlevelcall.com. Choose a time that works for you and book your time with Michael. And remember, we'll see you at the top.